1212. Yo, yo, what's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the B Side Podcast with you and yours truly. This your boy, B Sales, and the guest we have, resident guest, I should say, is the one and only. He is Fat Donnie's nephew, Ronald, Ronald Trump. Was it Donnie Trump? What you go by as far as the Trump? What, what, what's your ex? What's your uh, AKA on the Trump my, names? My name's Jadavion Trump, okay? Yeah. Okay, my daddy came over to the Basic Projects over in New York. You know, my mother, Tawanda, was very nice to Trump. My name is Jadavion Trump. I don't know how to spell it. I didn't stick around and learn how to spell it. But I'm one of the Trumps. And my sister, Valkyrie's real hottie. I didn't even mind saying it. I'm sorry. Oh. She's a hottie. Oh my goodness. And yo, ladies and gentlemen, my man, I call him G Diddy, aka Gary Combs. What's up, G? Nothing much. Gary Combs, the uh the what is it, the Holy Roman Emperor <laughs> of the Republican Party. And my party's having a little bit of trouble right oh, now. A little bit. A little bit. A little oh, bit of trouble. Oh my goodness, man. Hey. <sighs> This is this is trouble. This is the worst. How can I say it? Sore losing moment in U.S. history. Okay, they lost. Definitely, they lost the presidency vote, and I don't understand where they're coming up with all this fabricated stories. Talk about the election was taken from them when, in actuality, for the Republicans. The general elective, or as I say, the um, the electoral vote is in your favor, and you guys can't go against this. Tell tell them how you feel. Tell us how you really feel about this, uh, G Diddy, as far as well, your party I think, is splittered and well, Trumpism. Well, the sad thing, a part of it is, um, we've had a process that we've gone through when powers being transferred from one party to another, and this just uh, spits in the eye of all the tradition that we've gone through in the transfer of power because the thing is, we're trying to work in regards to America and keep us going as a country, as a world power, whatever. And we've most of the time thought of our enemy and opposition coming from a foreign country or a country that didn't uh, look in our best interest or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's like, we have somebody at the top of the pile, at the top of the mountain that's fomenting just like distrust and the 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 least you know the least orderly transfer of power I've ever seen is uh, a thin-skinned uh what do they call it it's a thin-skinned privileged way of life uh-huh. that uh, the president has lived for a long time because he's coming up as a rich man and a, a, a white man in America he's had a number of privileges and mm-hmm. he's had not a high level of accountability. Now, I think he's one of the few individuals that this applies to and the level of accountability that he doesn't have to have because I see people, very intelligent people, because not all of the supporters are just like blithering idiot, uh, you know, whatever, you know, low IQ people. Well, we see there that we see that with with people. over with over 70 million votes. Yeah, I mean, you have some very intelligent people that look the other way and something that would have destroyed people's political careers just like 20, maybe even 15 years ago. 
And it's just like, we're coming to a point where not only is he not being held accountable, but the most dangerous inclinations that he puts out there are being engaged in, you know, acted upon. And endorsed. That's a dangerous president. And it's yeah, endorsed. It's just like all those uh, senators, and, and I will say probably some in the House, too, were objecting to the electoral countdown on voting. That was unbelievable. Unbelievable. Him putting the pressure on them. He has the thumb on these Senate Republicans, and he has a thumb on the party like a few presidents I've ever seen. A lot of presidents will use the office of the, of the presidency mm-hmm. to uh, bend and twist arms, but he is using it to make people seem irrational, to do irrational things, to uh, just do things that are really criminal. I mean, he's asking the Attorney General of Georgia to find 11,000 votes and to pretty much put the books on the bullets. And he goes and has a rally and tries to uh, foment uh, basically insurrection at the Capitol, telling them to disrupt the constitutionally appointed process. He tells them to disrupt that. They go in there, and they break into the Capitol building. This is the most egregious offense against a uh, D.C. government building since 1814, since the night the damn White House burned. Yeah. And yeah. he comes on Twitter. 2021. Yes, yeah. Uh, he comes on Twitter and gives a minute worth of leadership. He gives only one minute worth of leadership to try to calm down the fire. Even though he's stoking the fire by still saying that the election was fraudulent. It can't be fraudulent when you lose by 7 million votes. There's not a many, there's not that many dead electorate to, uh, to fucking sway the election. Right. To where it could be considered a fraud. And then, so, and then what's so crazy is like, okay, so what about the other states? So no objecting to those. They're okay because you won those states. So so the states, yeah. the states or the or the or the states where the most concentration of blacks were, you you're trying to take away their vote. I mean, why weren't you doing this in in Montana? Why weren't you objecting to to the uh, one uh, uh, to the votes in Wyoming, um, South Carolina, Alabama? Mississippi, Louisiana, Texas. I mean, what was wrong with so so everything was all good. Yeah, this, this, this was unbelievable, man. And 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 to you know, my thinking is so no one there's no ramifications for that then, right? All those all those Congress people who went the other way, there's no ramifications in that? There has to be ramifications and for everybody that, uh, you know, believe me, I'm a big supporter of the police, but everybody that talked that Blue Lives Matter bullshit must have been looking the other way. Uh, yeah, Because I mean, they were fighting the police and disrespecting them and chasing them around the Capitol building. I didn't see any of this uh, uh, this fervor for law and order none. there. I didn't see any of that. None. None. This well, is so anarchy. On the federal I mean, building. This is like something. On the federal yeah, building. I mean, this is something. Lenin. I think Lenin would approve of something that happened yesterday. Where something is like that that happened yesterday? No question. Where is the same energy whenever the minorities was out there doing things compared to here? Compared to the Euro Americans, Trump supporters, rioters. But where 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 was all that energy in the talk? What they were doing? Uh, once again, once again, what 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 did what did we hear once again? This is what I heard. I remember 
because yesterday I was listening um, on the radio on Sirius Satellite, and I was going in between MSNBC and Fox News. Yeah. And one of the things that they said that these uh, protesters, supposedly, I call them rioters, but they Not said protesters. these protesters out here are. Uh, they, you know, they breached the Capitol building, but they're not vandalizing the place, unlike the Black Lives Matter supporters. Yeah. So they want to make it look like they're doing honorable destruction of property, honorable destruction of uh, government buildings. Yeah. yeah see so how, what they're doing is honorable, and you know. Yeah. See how the I language changes. The lack of, yeah, I think the lack of security shown in the Capitol, and the fact that they had such easy, easy access lets me know. That it's inside. It's an inside job. The, the the security was meant to be lax. Because the whole you thing is the whole thing is you have all those intelligent agencies. They didn't pick up none, none of the traffic coming in DC through a pandemic. We got a pandemic going on. They they didn't be like, wait a minute, what what where what's going on here? Why is all these people traveling to DC during when 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 um uh, uh, you know, all the congressmen intervene on the Capitol building for a vote, for the electoral vote. Why is everybody coming here? Why, why is that? Like you said, exactly. it was an inside job. Like you said, no security. You were to, no security. They found pipe bombs None. and shit, vandalizing. Exactly. And nothing. They walk, they, they giving them water to, to, to clean their eyes out. Open up the gate so they can c- come on in. Oh, I guess we're overwhelmed. Where's the backup? Oh, don't worry about the backup. You're fine. Taking selfies, but we, but we know Ashley this. Babbitt, and you got this woman Ashley Babbitt, who was a 14 year Air Force veteran. You know, follows with these rioters and ends up getting shot and killed. And it. it's a sad situation. I mean, this is something I never thought I would see in the aftermath of a damn presidential election. I mean, there has to be sanity restored. There has to be sanity restored in this process. It has to be more than people going for a personality because out of all the presidents that we've had, uh, President, I mean, President Trump has benefited off of the code of personality more than anybody I've ever seen. I understand he lives in the age of um, you can use the social media or whatever. And it's like because he's never had to have a lot of accountability, even in the most critical situations, even when in his um, bankruptcy, he wasn't really made accountable because he got to keep his businesses because he sells them. But just with that, you got to have uh, like intellectual curiosity and understand what your words mean. He knows he has a position of power. He knows that his words can do things, they can destroy things, or they can create things. And it's like, in these critical situations, it's like he has uh, just blanks out and doesn't know that the power of his words can move those without much understanding or intelligence to do things that he, ha- he might he not knows. want to be associated with. He 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 knows the wordplay. He knows the wordplay. He understands the wordplay. He understands it, and he executed it to the fullest. This shit was planned out months, weeks in advance. They was practically saying what they were going to do on on many different social media platforms, especially on Parler. I'm sure, especially on Parler. I don't think you would mind getting some, uh, uh, you know, martial law institute or martial law type of incident. I know one thing. That was just a bad look. That looked like yesterday. It was a bad look, man. He has to go. He has to go. He does. Amendment twenty five, Article four, has to go. If not impeachment. Has to go. 
You gotta set an example. I think like, it we, might be too late for no, us no, it's to not. Rule. No, 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 it's not. No, it's not. No, it's not. Not technically. No, you got. You got to think, right? Okay, this everybody's saying, and it's a bad look. Just because you got less than two weeks left, that don't mean you can't get fired, Dukes. If we was at a job, and we know that we was going to another position, we've already went in and told, you know, all the administration, like, hey, I found another job. You know what I'm saying? Thank you. Hey, well, hey, just finish out this next payday or the next pay period. If you go in there and start acting an ass, uh, you're done. Right? What, what makes this oh, any, yeah. what makes this any different? I mean, he has a job to do as the president. When you fail to do that, to lead at this um, notion, who he got to go? Somebody has to set the example. Can't they, be like, can't be like, oh well, can't. No, got to go. Mike Pence, Mike Pence, you're the president. Up the process. Mike Pence, you're the president. He has to go. They can do that. But, but I think Mike Pence. Uh, I think Mike Pence will go ahead. I think Vice President Pence would go ahead and pardon Trump because I think part, uh, Trump is going to pardon himself for a number of I offenses think, that he's committed yeah, over I the think, last four I, years. I, I think I think he's going to have Pence do it. He's going to have Pence do it, no question. But but something has to be done because and you think, can't you can't let this you can't let this guy be the one to put the democracy in ruin. Not him. No, not him. And to foment an insurrection, to Come stop on. a constitutional process. Man. If that's not high crimes and misdemeanors, I don't know what is. Man, what the word is, I've seen some uh, uh, articles or um, headlines talking about he's trying to, you know, obviously trying to get a coup going. Mike Pence, trying to have Pence lead the coup. That's what yeah, I mean. You know what I mean? Come on. That's just, first of all, first of all, he's been impeached. He's on thin ice. You can't be in, you can't be an impeached president and still do whatever the fuck you like. Come on, example. <laughs> Come on, right? That's like and then and then and yeah. then it was so obvious the week before on the phone call. That's two big ass things, man. And we got to be like, oh, well, no, no. That's what my man Cornell West talk about the milk toast Democrats. It's like this yeah. this this dude basically. This dude basically is on probation, man. With that impeachment, Definitely. put him on pro- probation, and then the call that was like, wait a minute, he did do that call to that to that foreigner. He did make that call because he did it with with with, with our politician. Hey, um, hey, hey, I need you to throw out these votes on the phone call. Got it recorded once again. He should stay away from the phone calls. <laughs> right, Definitely. he learned his lesson. Unbelievable. But this man. is big time this big time Donald. The rules don't apply to him. And when you know, like um I hate to break it down to a racial thing, but when you're a white man in America with a whole lot of money, he doesn't have just like, you know, a little bit of money, he has major money. Rulership. When you're a white man in America with a, a whole lot of money, there's few things you have to be accountable to. And he's in a position, because of his political position, he's gonna escape a lot of um litigation. That would bury the common man. I mean, he's just because of his position of presidency, he's going to be able to avoid a lot of legal uh, battles. But it's terrible that there's a chance that he'll never be held accountable for what he's doing right now. Yeah. What he's doing right now would make Vladimir Lenin proud, the way uh, insurrection is being fomented 
in a, in a political process because this is the political process. The people decided this. The people decided that he didn't deserve a second chance, and he refuses to acknowledge that, that it was the people. It wasn't fraudulency. It was the people. It was 7 million people that didn't want you there. You know, 7 million more people. And it sets a dangerous pres- precedent of somebody not accepting a loss. And it's dangerous to see uh, people that are connecting to it that actually believe that it was a fraud. Huh? You can see With no 7 proof. million more votes and With still no think it's a fraud. It's- no proof at all. No None. proof. How, how how many judges like get out of here with this? I mean, you try to go the law route and you got rejected. Now you're just gonna act it out, place fellow congressmen, congresswomen in danger. We had three. We had three of the four major heads on Capitol Hill. The minion. They, they let the minions. Whoever's planning this, they're they're refining their plan. Like, wait a minute. We actually had the minions. They had no idea what was going on, and they got away with it. Oh my goodness! Let's start planning for real, man. Come on! Exactly. We have three of the four top heads of our government at the Capitol building while all this was going down. Just imagine if they were aggressive, armed and up. Just think of this: this man is so dedicated to a disruptive transfer of power, and people are just looking past the fact that Russia. Breached the Treasury Department, breached the Pentagon, breached everything, the everybody. Hacked into the Treasury Department, <laughs> everybody. They know our, where you know our nuclear. Uh, breached everything. Is. Everything, but Ain't came out nothing strong. No sanctions. No nothing. No nothing. But we all and, know. Uh, ever since the Cold War, we all know. Have you He's seen a president? Puppet. Yeah. Have you have you seen a president that talks this little about Russia? Never. Never. Exactly. But people look past it, like. Certain people say they believe in a certain thing, but people believe in the cult of personality. A whole lot of people look past it. He had the second largest vote count ever in American history. With all this, they were like, well, we like his policies. Like, what? Like, 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 forget everything else? So, forget everything else, but, you know, I guess, you know, his policies, you know, pretty much parallel with what I believe in with my policies. Why not? Man, time to wake up, people. Time to wake up. The thing is, he had a chance to be, um, believe it or not, he had a chance to be have a transformative presidency. They all do. If he would have navigated it the right way. But he chose the cult of personality. He chose uh, Joseph Stalin cult of personality over working on the substance that he could have built on. He chose to be... He chose to, uh, um, you know, despotic ideology instead of using the office of the presidency to move the country even in a better, greater direction financially, you know, in competition with world markets and um, us being self-reliant, bringing factory jobs back here. But he compromised that. He's compromising all of his achievements. That's the thing. I mean, he's achieved. I would say he achieved a lot of things in a four-year period that a lot of presidents haven't. Seventy-four he million. Every three, every great thing he does, he compromises. Seventy-four million. A, a nobody's topping that. Seventy-four million. Nobody's topping that. So he did That's what he crazy. did to achieve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, hey, we ain't learning from this, man. Something's wrong. Plain and simple. 
You got to learn from this. But that does, that's not a guarantee, though. It's not a guarantee. It's not. At all. It's like, yo, this is, this is, man, it's so frustrating sometimes because it's like people. We, uh, we just give away $1.7 trillion yearly damn near to everybody else except for us. And, you know, things like this shows us who we are as a country. We say we're one thing. We always like to believe that we, um, you know, we're exceptional, American exceptionalism, that, you know, we come together when times are hard. No, we we, we use that slogan. We 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 use yeah. that slogan when it's convenient. That's all BS. Where there's no such thing oh, as yeah. we're in this together. There's no such thing as we're doing this together. That's what we need to stop believing. We need to believe that we are, as far as the African American community, is a nation within a nation. We are not part of this nation. Never intended. And each time when they say the Constitution, I get leery. Like, oh no, don't don't say that. <laughs> We were three, three, we were three, three fifths of a man in that article, in that text. Yeah. Three fifths of a man. Channel. Yes. Come on. We already know the amendments. We already know what the thirteenth. You can't if you can't get past the thirteenth. How is the fourteenth and the fifteenth um, even questionable or come into play? We we already know. Ava Dubinay broke down the thirteenth amendment for us. Oh yeah. You know, you're not a slave unless you go to prison. Then that's uh, then that's where you can be a bondsman, what they used to call slave bondsman. Bondsmanship is abolished except through imprisonment. And we see how the overseers so are they acting. Just imprison. We see how the overseers are acting. all the former slaves. And we see how the overseers so are acting on us. Oh yeah, and you know that's the angle to it too. I mean, if this was Black Lives Matter protests, oh. storming the Capitol. We are. In, come on, man. Stop. I, we we, we don't we, we don't need to bring up this point, black folks. We do not need to bring up that point. We already know. Because we already know. We don't we don't know. And then what's so crazy is, have you seen the news? I know you have. Have you watched the news when when you know when they have blacks on there and and what the blacks say? Well, you know, and and what do they say? Oh, bloodbath. <laughs> it's like oh my. Oh yeah. <laughs> We're like well, first thing your Americans say it would have been a bloodbath. Exactly. We know this. We don't need to bring this up. So it all goes to show you, people, it's right in our faces. It's right in our faces. We have to do something. And just think of this. The protests that we saw in the past couple of months were due to um, legitimate injustice that people face at the hands of the police. No sore loser shit. There was a legitimate attack on government buildings, the worst since 1814. Yeah. And there was no overzealousness by any of the uh, law enforcement agencies to act like they were supposed to to calm the uh, to calm the fires. Straight, so it shows you. straight settlers mentality. Still they can take life. selfies with certain crowds, but you know, uh, shoot plastic bullets and be people with batons in other crowds. So once again, we have to think as a nation. Within a bigger nation. We got to think like, like the tribes. We got to think like them. Figure out how we going to pimp this this United States of America. It's time to pimper. Sorry, everybody else pimper. We we, we try to remain gotcha. loyal and humble. And look where it's gotten us. Same view as in the Constitution, as they like to put it. The Constitution. Come on, people. Let's wake up. 
I need to wake up more. You need to wake up more. Everybody needs to wake up more as far as the African-American community and understand that that $1.3 trillion to $1.7 trillion that we spend is not coming back to us. Let's think about that. They're not using nobody else's. Nobody else is spending their money with us. We're always spending money with them. This is factual. This is facts. We've seen it. We've seen the Cindy. Is it Cindy Lauper, True Colors? Who sings that song? Who's, who sung that song? True Colors. That was True Colors. Yeah, yeah. That was uh, Cindy Lauper. That was Cindy Lauper, right? That that's the first thing. That's that, Lauper. That's the first thing that comes to my mind every time I see that. I'm seeing. I, I hear the Cindy Lauper song. I see it. Oh yeah. We've seen it. We've witnessed it. It's the shedding it. and the exposing of American bullshit. And we're great bullshitters. We're a great country. But we have the equal power to put out great bullshit and, you know, great slogans and shit like that. But we'll fuck up and expose who we are from time to time. And yesterday was exposing who we are at a certain point. And our vulnerability. And hopefully. And our yeah, vulnerability. Hopefully, yeah, definitely the vulnerability. Hopefully we can get past this. Hopefully. It's already passed. Ain't nothing went down. It's already passed. <laughs> it's already passed. <laughs> that's nothing we it's nothing on us, y'all. It's nothing on us. You know what I mean? All we can do is shake our head and concentrate on what we doing. You know what I mean? So they even still putting oh, this yeah. in there. Oh, it was Black Lives Matters organization. It was Antifa organization up there portraying to be Trump. Yeah. Wow. Well, but I'm not surprised because they said that it was all types of fraudulent voting going on. So, I mean, come on. They love the elephants are added. Love, love, love adding elephants in the room. Yeah. Love it. And Donald Trump said, We're coming to go in peace. Go in peace. Even though I told you to come down there, go in peace. Is he on parlor yet? Because since he got shut out, <laughs> I got to see if he's on parlor. Because they, <laughs> I, I would not expect. <laughs> kind of in shock that, you know, uh, Facebook and. And, and, and Twitter, I want to say, has shut him down. Does Instagram shut him down? Shut him down. I'm not surprised. Look at the power of what he said. Look at the power of a rally that he's holding to interrupt a constitutional process. That's dangerous. He's, it's not like he is any low man in the totem pole. Historically, Donald Trump was going to be remembered even before he became president. And to have that power and to have that admiration and to have that position and that position even though some people don't take him serious you know the opposition might not take him serious anybody that has that position has a, a high degree of power high degree of influence and a large pool of people that will listen to his every 74 you know, million every you know, 74 million people will listen to anything he's got to say and believe anything he's got to say and if he says that the the election is illegitimate that it's a fraudulent they'll believe it if he says it passionately they'll believe it even more and it's dangerous we got to get out of this admiration for personalities and we have to go back to getting these born politicians to talk about policy the minutial policy and stuff like that we can't do this thing where we just go with the personality and if they say something passionate enough even if it has no logic even if it has no intelligence, if it sounds like you're putting down, you know, the regular political process, then that, you know, that's something special. We got to get past that because uh, Donald Trump, his whole 
platform was he was a break from the political process. It was an interesting social experiment for this almost four years, but it ended up being a dangerous one. But then on top of that, look at all those people that was out there with no mask. Exactly. Wow. Wow. Once again. Putting lives in danger. Once again, COVID spreaders. We got a pandemic and, going on, and y'all want to riot. Unbelievable. Putting first responders in danger. Unbelievable. It's, it's, but, hey, once again, the pandemic has exposed another era or another division within a nation, within the world, really, because everybody was watching this. That's the whole thing. Got to set an example. He has to go. I don't give a damn if he only had one day left. Got to go. He was already impeached. You can't have the impeached president acting up, sending out messages for the act up. Can't have that. Can't have that. We're supposed to be the beacon of democracy. We're acting like everybody else. You can't be the beacon when you act common. Right? Can't be the beacon yep. when you act like common folk. Can't. There's no way. There's, there's rules. You know, and I don't want to hear the law and order no more. Sorry. That show that, oh, that's bullshit talk. Law and order. Come on. Hey, Come they on. were about the law and order because uh, the police were taking selfies with them, letting them in some parts of the Capitol building. That's the party, supposedly. Of law it's a whole order. lot different when the people work with the <laughs> when the people work with the protesters or work with the rioters as opposed to beating the heads in. Yeah, so we got to understand, people. Why are we kill? Why why are we bashing each other? It's time that we pray. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going. I'm going with the religious route here. It's time that we pray, hold hands, and unite. Come on, come on, people. We're a nation within a nation. We got to start acting like that. That's why we're not respected. That's why we're not respected, people. Come on, we, we come on, come on, come on. We 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 really that nice with it. Let's be that nice with each other, y'all. Get the proper representation. So we can get things done, you know. Plain and simple, but we have to do it. We have no choice. All right. We've tried everything. I mean, can't we see that we've tried everything to integrate, to say, "Hey, hello, I'm human. I deserve this." But it's like, no, we're wasting all that energy on something that it's not for us. We got to be a nation, form our shit, get our shit together. Now let's start demanding, representing what we want. Because now we have the resources, the money. Come on, let's go. Let's go. So. And that's so true. Because mm-hmm. we have the tools to create a future. And we have more tools now to create a better future than what we had in the past. I mean, there's so much access to um, the information highway and stuff like that. And right. so many easier ways for people to connect and organize even and we are in a critical point in history in this country with this whole pandemic outbreak and our economy being shut down, that we must face this time as a rebirth. Like, the black community, the black community, the nation within the nation has to take this opportunity to rebirth, to, to be reborn. Yes. Because our future isn't staked on waiting around and you know, hoping somebody takes us, you know, considers us human or sees that we're working hard at 
the workplace and gives us a you know higher position and stuff like that. We need it's to not employ ourselves. Like that. We need to employ ourselves. Exactly. It's proven. We haven't even tapped in to our full potential. Rip. Technically, we haven't even tapped into any of our potential. That's what's so amazing. We haven't even tapped that's into five percent so, of our potential. Yeah, man. That's what's so. That's what's so amazing. It's like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hold up. You know, obviously, you got to retool things. Obviously, you know, learn through your experiences, learn from the past, but everything needs tweaked, you know, and, and, and just, I mean, come on. You know, it, like you said, this is the information age. It's, it, it, it's time. Ain't nothing. We can't let the other dynamics or the bullshit propaganda saying that, why is it? Why does it look frowned upon when the African-American community is united? Why is that frowned upon when all the other communities are, are united? The Euro-Americans, they're united. You know, and all their other divisions within the, within the Euro-Americans. They're, even their little sect tribes, I like to say, the Italians, the Jews, um, the uh, uh, Irish, and, and so forth and so on. They st- they're even supporting each other. But... We can't let that propaganda saying it's wrong for us to do it when we see everybody else. And not only thing with that, they get to assimilate and hold on to their, their, their culture or their, or their uh, ethnicity. And it's okay. You know? That's how we got to think, man. Yeah. Like, we got to do that. We can do it. We just got, we, we, you know, we got to be active on it. And then it's just like how we need to use that same energy, how we see it can happen. Look at all the grassroots organizing and the voting that went on just in Georgia right now. Stacey Abrams, love you. Oh, oh, we can learn so much from her. And other grassroots activists that are out there fighting. We can learn so much from them. We got to support them financially. Come on, y'all. Life will be so much lovelier, so much freer. Create jobs for oh, us. Yeah. Create jobs for us. They, everybody creates jobs for them. Create jobs for us. We can learn from all these other cultures. You know what I'm saying? Why not? Why can't we have our own um, regenerification with ourselves and our community? It can happen. Yes, it can happen. It can happen, and it legitimately can happen because there's examples in India and Ethiopia of hundreds of tens of millions of people being raised out of poverty in just a couple years process. I think in the last, I would say, ten years. They said India has raised 300 to 350 million people out of poverty. And they said in that same period of time, Ethiopia has raised over 150 million people out of poverty. Look at this, brother. And these were these were countries that were looked at as third world countries maybe about uh, 40 years ago or maybe even 30 years ago. But once you have people that organize and want to change the culture that's locking them down, they can't be defeated. And we have a culture of wanting to defeat ourselves. We have a culture of wanting to uh, talk about each other and cannibalize each other in public more than anybody else. Well, you know, that's just... We have uh, a pandemic of thinking that if we get something from somebody else, that that means something that's more how we, than what we made well, ourselves. That's how we just brainwashed, you know. We got to identify that. We just brainwashed. The whole thing is just like how you said these third world countries have turned over basically to, hey... You know, we, we, we're good now. It's, just think about it, man. Like, just say, for instance, in two years, if we flipped within our community, what would that be? Um, like 2.2 2 trillion? 
2.4 trillion dollars yeah. 2.3 you know do the math you know yeah that would help crazy amount crazy we don't understand you know we oh man so hey we all got to do our part you know what i mean and we're doing i'm going to continue to do our part and i got a question for this because i'm i'm on i'm trying to i'm trying to get some uh you know what I'm saying? I'm going to try to develop some merchandise on some recreation stuff. You know what I mean? Donate some of that to the cause. Yeah. So, you know, like I said, got to talk about it, got to be about it. So what do you feel about um, reparations? you feel about that? What I feel about reparations, honestly, I doubt that we will ever get reparations in our lifetime. It sounds good, but, like, what is the price that would uh, satisfy me that I can receive that would um, – paid back the fact that every time I look up my ancestors, uh-huh. I got to look them up as a number, an age, and a gender. Not yes. even by the name. Hey, hey real quick. Hold and, that hold that thought real quick. Got to go on real quick break, if right. you know what I mean. Alright, alright. We back. Thanks for the break. Thanks for tuning in once again. Um, once again, thanks for tuning in to the B-Side Podcast. This is yours truly, B-Sales, and today's resident guest. We're on a line with my man, G Diddy right now. So thanks for tuning in. Thanks for uh, holding on during that break right there. And uh, we're yeah, getting back yeah. on our talk. We're getting back on our talk about uh, reparations. Continue, G. Yeah, like I was saying, um, reparations sounds like a good idea, but I doubt that I'll ever see reparations in my lifetime. And I was wondering what is the exact numerical value of what was taken from my people that arrived here, you know, over 200 years ago or 200, 300 years ago. What they were denied, how they were just thrown into the ash heap of history, what can you give me that would uh, match up to what was taken from them? You know, us being living in the first generation where black people have gotten getting somewhat of a fair shake in America, somewhat. I'm not saying a fair shake, but somewhat of a fair shake. I would say that's only lasted or that's only been around for maybe the last 30, 35 years or whatever. Uh-huh. So. What exactly is the right numerical amount to receive for this reparations people talk about? Is $17 trillion to give out to the black community good? Well, people who are hiding the blackness embrace the blackness once their money comes. And if this is for the whole Atlantic slave trade that we're going to give reparations for, what will black Americans feel when a lot of that money goes to South America and the Caribbean? Because most of the slaves went to South America and the Caribbean. You got a point, but, you know, we're just talking about the Americans, you know. I mean, obviously, you know, um, definitely I think this, we all need to be top of conversation and also we ought to plan it out, different phases. You know, there's other things that can be done. My opinion is just, hey, it does not necessarily have to be a lump sum, but, hell, why not ask for that? Everybody else be getting paid. All these countries get paid. Look, we we heard the breakdown from when Trump was even saying on um, – on this uh, spending bill, why he was saying, "Why this country get this much millions? Why not that?" So there, there's no, there's no issue writing a check. But even though it might not look good, but damn near, let's shoot for something. We can, we can, why, why can't we ask for a uh, a large sum at the end? It could be a different phase. It don't have to be right now. You know, hell, you can say, "Hey, we don't have to pay college tuition. We don't have to pay taxes on um on our mortgages or or or, or state tax or whatever thing. We we can agree on something." But we all need something needs to be done oh, yeah. because of the disadvantages, because of the situation. You know, hell, if they don't want to help us, we got to keep playing the pressure on them somehow. You know, hell, everybody else does. 
Gotta put the pressure on. It could yeah. be it does have, it could be in a a, a a lot of different things. I'm you know? all for reparations, don't get me wrong. You know but I mean? just doubt we'll see it in this country. Oh man. Come on. Let's stop I get you. I get what you're saying, but they're they've paid everybody else. So yeah. they didn't give up. Everybody got paid except for us. <laughs> for real. Everybody has gotten paid except for us. So once again, we we gotta be like, oh, it's never gonna happen. No. Hell no. I mean, I mean, I mean, look, look, look. I mean, this, everybody's got it, man. People, everybody got it up. Look it up. America always, they're oh, yeah. payers. America's payers. So we can't have the mentality of giving up. We haven't, we didn't, came, we didn't come this far to give up. No, we didn't. I, even, even, even if we can't come up with the exact number, have a number out there. All I'm saying is different phases we got to play in, too. It's chess games we got to play. We got to understand it's not checkers. They're moving steps way ahead, so we got to move steps way ahead of our planning. Like, damn, you know, you know, a lot of times you take a chance, it might just hit. We throw a number like, hey, you know, with some of the big heads, whatever. I forgot my man Robert Johnson said some uh, a large number. At least just put that on the board. Like, hey, someday we yeah. might be able to cut that, get that check. But if we <laughs> we ain't got no chance of getting that check if we don't play in the game. We, they, ain't nobody got to agree. We ain't worried about it if they say, oh, you'll never get that. We're not worried about what you're saying. This this are the bands, right here, yeah, right there, right there. Okay, well, how about these taxes? How about if we go in and get a uh, a loan, personal loan, a business loan, or or a property loan? Hey, cut us cut us a bigger uh, break. We maybe we don't have to pay no insurance on that. Man, there's, there's, reparations is not an unreasonable demand. There's there, there's always certain ways, man, to get get something back. Put put some money in a grant. Put some money in, uh, uh, give to a corporation to help set us up. Meaning, like, okay, give some money to Mills Fargo Bank or something so they can set up or contribute to uh, our banks or some type of deal where our banks can interact with the big banks. Hey, we're all making money in this or somehow. Hey, but hey, we need to see some of that though. Come on, come on. It's time for us to compete. We want to compete too. Can we compete? Can we play any game? We're tired of sitting. We, 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 we're tired of it. We prayed to come in the game. It's time for us to get in the game. We helped you get in the game. Can we get in the game? <laughs> let our culture, <laughs> you let our culture in the game. Can, can we get in the game? Come on, if we're competitive people, let's go. It's time for us to compete. It's now. It's now. You know, it's now. We can't be afraid we of it. We can't be, be ashamed to, of it. We got to be able to benefit from the power of influence that we have. Yes. Black people have influenced this country and have built this country ever since the beginning, but have rarely seen the benefits of it. Yes, we have to see, like, wait a minute here. We got to think, like, wait a minute here. Okay. The powers of being. black culture. The powers of being a rulership. a lot today. Yes, the powership and the rulership. Hey, they accepted our culture, right? Hold on. We have to work on, like, let's, how can we not even get accepted? How can we get our people in the game? We ain't got to say, don't even worry about acceptability. That, that's not our job to worry about if they're going to accept us or not. That's not our job. All we need to do is we got to get in there to play. They they let our culture play. We got to get in there to play. You know? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We got to continue to gotta, uh, It's not about exploitation. People, you know, it's like the thing of a person that loves fame well, but doesn't want to do any of the behind-the-scenes work or any of the hard work. They want to put that off into somebody else. You got to want... 
you gotta want more than just the fame, more than just the recognition. You gotta oh, want to be able to capitalize off of that influence. You gotta not just somebody taking your culture or your product and putting it out there and making a lot of money for them. You gotta be able to put that product out, make a lot of money for yourself, and they have to do business with you. You know, it's been too much of an employee, you know, employee relationship that the black community just had to have with America instead of a partner relationship. We gotta hire our own. We gotta build, make business so we can hire our own. So I, so we can hire our nephew. We can hire our friends. We can hire our uh, uh, grandchild. We can hire hire our sisters, our brothers. We can hire our own. Everybody does it except for us. And yeah. you have to. I mean, everybody the does preservation. The, the 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 steps that a community takes to preserve themselves ultimately gains them more respect than anything. You know, you can go try to be friends with somebody. But if this person, if you're in the, if you're friends with this person, they respect themselves, and they see you don't respect yourself, the relationship might be different. But if they see you respect yourself, and they respect themselves, they respect you even more different. And we got to learn to respect ourselves and rely on ourselves and to know our worth. You know, if we have all this influence, why is our uh, why? Do we choose to let our dollars fly out of our pockets into somebody else's pocket to make them rich? And then we just, we're left with saying, hey, you going to give me a chance? Uh, you you going to give me the high position? You know, uh, you know, the high position is up for it. You know, so let me, let me have that chance. America has never been about somebody waiting for a chance or somebody who worked the hardest got ahead. It's all about connections. It's all about people that have set up uh, system and you know uh, put that system in, in in order or whatever and they're not trying to do it by you know just by happenstance they're trying to keep it organized and people aren't just going to give up their power they're not just going to give you access to the power as it is you gotta the, the black community has to create for itself it doesn't mean that we gotta um, you know disconnect from society as a whole but we got to invest more in ourselves and, you know, believe in ourselves and take control of our influence financially. Because it's like, um, you know, we got to take control of ourselves to where we don't have to ask for handouts. Because that's the most dangerous thing because, you know, at a certain point, the handouts are going to stop. And then you starve. We have everything at our disposal. We have intelligence, we have ingenuity, and we've been able to survive this long. Don't have the dollars. In this country. Don't have the dollars. We've been able to survive this long. You got to combine the dollars. You got to believe in yourself. You got to build up your community. You can't let your community spiral down. I mean, if you can hire some uh, construction companies within your own neighborhood. Man, we need every every aspect of the workforce. Look, people, what we need, what we need to constantly. Hello. You gotta have pride in your presentation, pride in your neighborhood, pride in yourself. You gotta teach your kids not to just, um, you know, invest in sports or entertainment. Stuff it like helps, but gotta, it helps. It helps. We gotta do other helps. things. Believe we, me, that's not our. That's not the lottery ticket. It's not the lottery ticket. Yeah, it's not the lottery ticket. We need to. And there's a whole lot more. Yeah, go ahead. I said what we need to do is. Get down economically. We have to start depositing our money in some of these black banks. 
you're in Southern California, you can definitely go ahead and deposit. Open up account. That doesn't mean main account. Have this like your second account. We need to put deposit. We need some deposits in One United Bank or Bar Broadway Federal Bank out in California, Southern California. We need and then find out you you what black banks are around you. We need to make deposits in those. It's economically, man. Come on. It's all with the spending. Look at all that money. Just imagine, once again, that $1.3, $1.7 trillion spending power we have going into our banks. We need more deposits in the banks. I'm sure they'll give us a better loan. Definitely. We have to start doing that. We have to start doing that. No and this question. is $1.7 trillion with uh, people that are only account for, what, 2% of the economic power in America? If that. And that should be the thing that slaps every black American in the face that we are in control of 1.9% of the wealth in America. And that's because we give our money to every, we give our money away to everybody else. And the other connection that we're not even talking about, why is there no uh, black Americans coordinating with Africans to own energy companies, to natural resources? Well, you know. What's a black natural resource company? You gotta tighten up the relationship. Have yeah. to. You gotta tighten up the relationships. It's all there, people. We just gotta put in the work and effort. Plain and simple, you know. We gotta treat America like the whore she is. Everybody else is whoring her out. It's time for us to do it. You know. Come on, people. Yes, yes. It's 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 amazing on what we have to do. But hey, we have to continue to do it. No question about it. No question about it. And push your kids just as hard in science, technology, engineering, and math as you are in sports and entertainment. Yes. If they're good you at have it. Those, <laughs> if they're good you at it. Have you have to be good at it, too. It'd be a waste of time if they're not into it, whatever the case may be. You know, Find out what they're good at. Oh, you got to find your strengths. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yes. It sounds good. Not everybody's going to be a lawyer or a doctor, okay? <laughs> same like, same be, like, same, I mean, we need more, but not everybody's going to be that. You know, I mean, like you said, find out. Some your communities push their kids into joining a certain. But is that fields, productive? Is and that then productive? They that field. Is it productive? Yeah, everybody has a contribution. You you said that right. You said that right. And we just got to all do our part, no matter what it is, to make sure that black children grow up with the same uh, look towards the future, with the same optimism towards the future as any white child or Asian child or born in America. It shouldn't, we got to get to a point where, you know, I'm not trying to act naive and say that we can never get past race in America, but we got to get to a point where we know that we just have as much access to the American dream as anybody else. Yeah, but we, and know, that comes with we just got creating go, ourselves, rebuilding ourselves economically. We gotta go a different route. Can't go that route. Can't go. I mean, as far as the powers be route, they won't let us. We gotta find our own route. Like you gotta find your own. Yes. You gotta find your own achievement to happiness. I mean, you, you, can't nobody make you happy. Can't nobody make you economically sound stuff for you. You have to put it in the work, like everything else. You know, gotta put it in there. Oh yeah. Got to put in the work. Got to put in the work. Well, hey, you know what? Hey, hey, G, let's leave it on that note. We got plenty of discussion. We got going on. You know, a lot, a lot of things going right. on. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, hey, man, thanks for tuning in, everybody. Once again, this is your boy, B-Sales. 
Once again, I want to thank my man G Diddy for coming in. Once again, resident resident guest G Diddy. Any last words thank you want to say, man? Where can people? Uh, what's your handle, man? Where can people locate you at? They can go on Instagram and look up Midnight More. <laughs> Like the Moors that conquered Spain for 700 years. There it is. Midnight Moor on Instagram. That's right. And on Facebook, just look up Gary Combs, and you see the coolest motherfucker on there. That's me. That's all you got to do when you look up Gary Combs and see a cool black motherfucker with a bald head. That's me. That's you right there, right? God damn it. Yes. Yeah, that's me. No doubt. Now, on Twitter, I'm just known as Combs. Just known as Combs on Twitter? Combs at Midnight Morris, like Morris Day, like Morris, uh -huh. M-O-O-R-I-S, Midnight Morris. That's right. And uh, Morris Midnight. No doubt. Hey, and if you want to if you want to uh, reach me, you know, catch me at ARCells2, the number two on Instagram, ARCells2. Check us out on uh, Instagram also at the B-Side Podcast Q. You can also check me out on Twitter at Rob underscore B-Sales. So, definitely thanks for tuning in. Check out alecroberts.com. Go to alecroberts.com. I mean, alecroberts on IG. Thanks again for tuning in. Till next time. Thanks, thanks, Jeezy. You're welcome. Thank you. No doubt.